0: Nickers. Bernard pulls the trigger. And this is a brand.
1: Nickers is a brand. Allen Houston. Lord. Once the neck, always the neck. up the You guys are listening to Nickish. You got the boys Mo Nafi here tonight on May third, 2021. The Knicks are amidst of a back-to-back game against the Grizzlies, and they've won the last 11 out of 12 games. And it's been a while. We we haven't had a chance to talk much. We we've been busy. We uh, how many times are we back now, Nafi? At this point,
0: I mean, I said uh, we said we returned last time. This is the return from the return. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you. one of us got COVID, then you know. Real life happened you know what I mean so like you they they can't blame us audience can't blame us you know what I mean yeah
1: it's all good I mean shit happens thankfully we're both we're both, we're all good now uh still in the Sex. midst of Ramadan fasting you know day and night and not day and night but all these hours of the day and we're, we're getting through it's almost Eid. um but right now talk of the town talk of sports outlets is the New York Knicks winning 11 out of twelve games like it still seems surreal even though we're living through it we've been living through it for months now. The play of Julius Randle, the play of our rookie, the play of R.J. Barrett, the coach, all of it top to bottom. The Knicks had their best month that they've had in years. And the fact that we're living through it and the playoffs are just at, at the doorstep, it's a, it's an amazing feeling. Man. Especially at a, a year that we've just had and for it to lead, to culminate right now to the Knicks making the playoffs. Like, we, we deserve that, but it's like... It's nice, you know what I mean. Like I, I, I know I should think of a better word than nice, but that's that's how I'm feeling right now. What about
0: you? I mean, nice is better than what I, better word than what I would have came up with. Because honestly, some some moments I just think about the fact, that like, damn, Tibbs really did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I go back to the our, our our quarantine series episode. We did like a little back and forth about Tibbs. I'm not gonna hold it against you, but like we could go back and replay the tape, bro. That's fine. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Just even in my most optimistic predictions, even in any Knicks fans, I mean it's been said too many times already. But like no Knicks fans out is coming. So at this point, we're talking a lot of shit as we should. You know what I mean? We're pulling up receipts on Twitter. That's been going on since like the whole win streak started. Mm-hmm. And you know you know how how you know the Knicks are back is when prominent national sports writers just put their foot in their mouth and say some stupid shit about us. You know what I mean? Did you like? I'm referring to one J. Hey, a. hmm this man said, the Knicks don't matter west of the Hudson River. The two lowest rated finals of the 90s were the ones with the Knicks in them. Literally, I don't even fuck with this dude, uh, Jason Concepcion. He's funny, but like, I I didn't like his little ring, ringer streak. You know what I mean? But he made he he did like a nice face turn recently. I'll let him slide on that. But he came with the facts. He, he came with the bar graphs. And he's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's a 1994 and 1999's numbers would be the highest-rated finals of, like, the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, what are we talking about here, J.A.? It's just, I just chalked it up to him being an L.A., Los Angeles native, you know what I mean? And, like, a lot of these West Coast dudes, you know, going way back, got some kind of, like, they feel some type of way about the New York and the East Coast. Yeah. So, I couldn't even get too mad. That's how you know the Knicks are too good when... I'm not even gonna get infuriated about that. I just laughed at it and just kept scrolling, bro. Like, (laughs) what's your take on that? Like, well, generally, what do you think about like just folks and their opinions about about our Knicks right now? I mean, you
1: you said face turn, which is mad funny to me because we see (laughs) uh, we see videos now of Max Kellerman, one Max Kellerman who used to shit nonstop on the Knicks. If you remember when, when Katie and Kyrie signed to the Nets a day after, they weren't talking about that. They were talking about the Knicks not getting them. And he gave, <laughs> he gave uh, Stephen A. Smith a uh, Frank Nilakina jersey, but he wrote Randall on top of it, gave it to Stephen A. Stephen A. tossed it to the side, making fun of him. And now he's saying that Randall should be in the top five for MVP voting. <laughs> it's it, Like, he's completely turned around. And, you know, shout out to CP. He, he's, he got him on his show you know max got cp on a show every week but um uh, you know it looks like max turn I, I, I again at the end of, he's a self-admitted um bandwagoner and that's yeah, basically you know what, what that he's is? doing
0: he, he's, you know what that is is when you when you misbehave in child and your parents just like whoop your ass so often that like you actually learn your lesson that's like cp to max like max just like flipped you know what i mean he, yeah. he's like cp just like every every other week he's just, like knocking some sense into him and I don't know, I have, like, after, like, the first three rounds of CP showing up on Max's show and just, like, whooping his ass, I, like, kind of, like, just I haven't been paying attention, but has the Chris Stapps Porzingis, like, uh, subject come up? Because Max's takes on that are embarrassing, and, like, yeah. I'm going back to us just kind of having our reaction pod two years ago, and, you know, pardon, our, like, pardon to the audience, you know what I mean? Like, we're kind of going everywhere with this topic, but, like, that's just the kind of how it is now with the Knicks, but how how like dejected we were when that trade happened and then you fast forward right now like there's no arguing that we won this trade bro and then just the very fact that like we're just talking about winning like what would you say last 11 or 12 you 11 know 11 it honestly feels like 20 wins in a row like even our l's feel like like wins right now mm-hmm. as as weird as that is to say but it's crazy bro like, yeah
1: i took that i took that one loss with honor yo the point guy <laughs> giving us the l i'm fine with it he did his thing I, I love Chris Paul. I would have loved to have him on the Knicks. Would still love to have him on the Knicks, but Facts. I mean, you, you want to go back? To, are we talking about KP? Are we talking about Max Kellerman. What, what do you what, what do you want to talk about?
0: I mean, we could. I mean, honestly, let's. First of all, I'll give a shout out to the point guard, like you just said, the point guard, like <laughs> the point guard, on, like, <laughs> point guard, point the. He is a point guard to be, to be honest with you. But it's true. It's it is wild how like he's literally just going on a tour of like, re- resurrecting franchises. So if like if he wants to come to the Knicks this summer, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't mind, you know. Um, but no, on some real shit though, like we're, well, we got we're on a like tough West Coast trip right now. We had uh, we beat the Rockets last time pretty handedly, and, yeah, I was watching the game last night, like. To kind of get back to being a basketball podcast It's been so long we ought to practice <laughs> But I'm watching this game and I'm just like it's, it's It's gonna feel weird to say it but I was just like I, w- I Was thinking to myself the entire time There's no way we're gonna lose this You know and like it's to that point Now with our Knicks you know what I mean it's not even We're worried about fake comebacks anymore we're worried About like collapses happening anymore it's just Like I looked at the Rockets roster I was like damn this is pitiful. Could not be us. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, they got Kelly Olynyk here. <laughs> they got Avery Bradley. What is this? <laughs> Yo, like, what do you take this from that game? That bro? Rockets like,
1: team was a Knicks team for 15 years, man. Like, that's <laughs> that's what we were accustomed to. With the rookies shooting 30 feet out, everybody getting buckets on us. That was the Rockets today. Was what we experienced for 15 years. And yeah. you know, Randall came in hot. IQ at the end of the game, or. Closer to the top, early fourth quarter was throwing bombs left and right, and we could go all day on the stats on what these guys are doing. Because what what IQ is doing is downright historic. Like the numbers back. he's getting are literally historic. The numbers that Randall are is getting are historic. RJ Barrett is a shooter. We could mm. go back to our early pods. Mm. We didn't. None of us. Thought, neither of us thought he was a shooter. We thought he might get an efficient shot. That's gonna. He might. He might be able to pull thirty five percent. He's his season average is thirty nine percent, and that's from all the pitiful shooting he was doing earlier in the season. I don't know what the hell he did, but the man is a bona fide shooter now. And we we talk about April, all these guys, D Rose included, J- Randall, R J Barrett, so, some of the most efficient players. I Q tied with Rudy Gobert for the highest plus minus in April. Our rookie, our tw- number twenty five pick. And from the rookie, from the from the rookie ladder, the top three rookies I'm sure are all minuses overall in the season. He's a plus sixty-two, and that's the highest right now. The next highest is plus forty-five. That's our rookie. Yeah,
0: Lamelo did not exist. That that rookie of the year trophy is his, like easy peasy, bro. I mean, I I feel like. Just kind of generally speaking, bro, like just the vibes, like the vibes around the team is crazy because, like, you watch us play now, we're cohesive. We're like, obviously, we're busting our ass on defense now. It used to be years ago, not even years ago, last every year for like the last 10 years, aside from the little mellow period, you would like, I'd like basically pull my hair out just wishing for consistent defensive effort night to night, defensive strategy, game planning. We're getting that every game now, you know what I mean. And it's just like, anytime a team comes in, it's like, how many times do you see quotes afterwards from the coach or the players telling my like, yo, it's tough as shit playing the Knicks? Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking love that shit. Like, yeah. how can you not, bro? It's like, it's cliche to say, oh, we bring in the 90s back. We're actually fucking doing it now. It's not, yeah. like, I'm going to keep going back to, like, "Yo, it's not Marcus Morris saying, like, we got some dogs on the team and then getting, like, fucking kicked in the ass. You know what I mean? Like, this is actually, like, we're bullying teams. We're physical. And, yo, just top to bottom, like, the names you just said, like, and just you know what let's go to our number three overall pick that's how good this season is we have a 20 year old rj barrett and like the first things you mention are are like julius tibbs and iq you know what i mean his progression the thing is we're both optimists about him you know what i mean and like like you just said like we didn't expect him to become an overnight shooter i thought it would come with time you know my always my what i envisioned for him and going back to our conversation with um shit i'm gonna forget his name
1: dude from top shot shit uh um, jacob eisenberg yes
0: yo side out, side no watch
1: watch that episode on youtube nickish interviews jacob eisenberg he's one of the main guys from nba top shot he's getting interviewed everywhere mm-hmm. we were the first guys to get him on the show back in february top shot's blowing up mm-hmm. right now hundreds of thousands of people are trying to get cards watch it step by step we explain how to get your pack and get into this nft game right back to you
0: I was about to say they they did a, they did us no favors. Though. They changed their Twitter handle, so it's just like you go to our pin tweet now where we got that like the episode posted. It's like it's like an invalid account now. Like why they did that to Yo, us, we got, bro? I <laughs> can edit it. It's all good. We could change it. Yo, but um, <laughs> but um, why just tell me before, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just peeped you're it. You telling I was like, me this is not why we record? <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at it. And I was like, did we get blocked? What is this? I tried to click it. We can't even click the account. I was like, oh, <laughs> these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> Like, give us the clout now I'm playing. <laughs> um, yeah, going back to that conversation, we actually kind of talked about, like, the Knicks' uh, prospects and his thoughts on it, and specifically RJ. And he kind of, you know, no shade at Jacob, you know what I mean? I, I 100% respect his basketball scouting acumen. The dude is legit. But he was kind of skeptical on RJ's kind of trajectory. And, you know, and I asked him, like, flat out, like, do you see, like, a, you know, a lot of Knicks fans talk about, like, best-case scenario, Jimmy Butler, do you see that from? And he was kind of like not, not sure about that, you know what I mean? But now, 20 years old, you see this kid, what he's doing right now? Like I keep going back to the fact that Jimmy was not even in the league at the same age, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like right now, RJ is wrapping up his second season about to like help us get to the playoffs. And did you see that Mark Berman article? Like since we're on the topic of RJ, like it's all about like just... His rise this season from mm. like struggling rookie to what he is now. Yeah, he's basically a maniacal like exact everything you hear about his work ethic. He's he's fucking maniacal about just be, being perfect, like improving. Exactly, being he's a perfectionist. Like mm-hmm. he refers himself, he refers to himself as a perfectionist. You got D Rose quoted in the article saying like, "Yo, he's too hard on himself. I have to literally tell him every halftime to chill out." You know what I mean? He's a perfectionist, and you got, you know. D Rose at his peak was we mentioned prior in another episode way back. He's like basically an icon to our young kids, right? And if you got like an, a former MVP just like singing your praises like that and saying that like you're a perfectionist, his work ethic is crazy. That means a lot, especially when you got Tibbs of all people shouting him out. It's I don't know, bro. It's just kind of it's 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 satisfying and it feels like vindication. That's what the word. Doing right that's now, the bro. Word. I was
1: just about to say it, bro.
0: He. Kobe White made the All Rookie Team over him. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, bro. Fucking what's dude? What what's dude from fucking the Raptors? The dude that made the team over him too. Fucking I don't like. Is he even on the Raptors anymore? Uh, hold on, hold fucking. on. I, there
1: there there are more names. Um, over even even worse than Kobe White. Uh, I mean Tyler Hero, <laughs> uh Eric Pascal, Terrence Davis. That's your guy. That's the guy you're looking for. There you go.
0: Fucking. Terrence Davis. Yeah, I could have sworn. Wasn't he
1: name. on the Knicks and we cut him? Or is that another Terrence Davis?
0: Was that Terrence Ferguson? Yeah, you might be right. Dude, we got from OKC?
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: I don't know. They're all in one heap of trash. The point is, like, it's, it's ridiculous that back then... I'm talking about back then. It was literally like last year that RJ could not get that kind of credit. He couldn't even get a minimal, like, a few crumbs of credit, bro. And I'm like... I don't know if we talked about this in a previous episode or it's been that long, but you, did you hear, did you see like this clip from a Zach Lowe podcast floating around a while back where he's just like talk about how like, oh, Anthony Edwards needs to make the rookie team, even despite the fact that he's having inefficient numbers? Mm-hmm. You go back a year prior, Zach Lowe's talked about like, oh, RJ's not going to make the rookie team. His numbers are too inefficient. Their numbers are goddamn identical at that stage in their career. Well, no. it's, it's, it's fucking, I hate to be like, oh, the, the media an anti Knicks bias, but when you got somebody like Zach Lowe just like, Hypocritically speaking that way, what else are you gonna call it, bro? And it's just vindication. I just keep thinking that every time I see RJ just make a corner three, I have so much confidence in him making a three now. Like in my head, I'm just saying
1: vindicated every time he makes a shot, bro. It's it's wild what what we're seeing right now, right? And honestly, it's more dangerous for the league anytime he misses these game winners. Before the Wolves game, (laughs) before the Wolves game, he missed another game winner. I forgot who it was. I tweeted it out. I'm like. I'm okay with RJ missing these game winners because that, that makes him even more dangerous. He's going to work his ass off to make it better. And honestly, it worked out. Anthony Edwards, the the nonsense that he said about RJ, them being okay with him taking the last shot, look at him now, you know. And if these guys are going to continue to unfairly bash RJ or not give him the credit that he's due and it's only going to make him, you know, cre- like get more into that Mamba mentality lifestyle, fuck it. You know, Randall already brought it into the team. D-Rose has it. Tibbs has it. F-R-J, Mamba, uh, Maple Mamba, shit. Like, that's that's what he's embodying right now, and that's why the Knicks are what they are. And they got a team full of, I'm not going to call them dogs, but they got a team full of hard workers that want to, you know, just beat the shit out of every team that they face off, and they're doing it together as a unit. Um, And that reminds me of Obi Toppin for some reason because you always see him hugging and, like, cheering everyone on. And he's finally, like, being seen as a player who could be at least a role player, at least the past yeah, couple of games. From yeah, him right like finally it's he's crazy. he's getting that confidence boost, and he's getting support. Uh, D Rose is, you know, we mentioned his name again and again. He's kind of like a secondary Chris Paul in that kind of way for what we want. <laughs> yeah, for what we wanted this season, uh, he's doing it. And he's he's like really helping the Rooks step up. And he's kind of protecting them in a way. And with Obi, we're seeing more and more dunks. We're seeing more and more cuts. And he kept shooting threes, and he started making them. And now, because the opposing team has to respect his threes, he starts faking them out and trying to go for yams now. Yeah.
0: And, like, he's getting some putbacks here and there. that are Mm -hmm. just violent, bro. Like, some, like, athletic-ass rebounds, you know. um, I don't know, bro. It's just kind of... Sometimes I'm just looking at these young players. It always used to be kind of theoretical when we had like a group of young players as a Knicks fan. You'd be like, oh, you know, if you kind of squint your eyes, you could see the, kind of the potential in Knox or fucking... Uh, Remember when we had Mario Hezonia? We just yeah. like to a one-year deal. It was like, oh, yo, Fizz deal's gonna get him right. What a sentence <laughs> I just said there, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fizzo about to bring out the best in Hazonia and Emmanuel Moutier. And to be fair, fucking... I think he did
1: bring out the best in them, and then that was it. You know, more than that. I don't think either of them are in the league anymore, so that says a lot. No. Um, But, Wait. you know, speaking speaking of Kevin Knox, did you watch the garbage minutes last night when they faced off against the Rockets? Nah, did Knox do
0: anything? I kind of tuned out once. That's like... the problem. Yeah.
1: That's the problem. He wasn't doing anything. He kept jacking up shots. There's one play, yo, Kenyon Martin <laughs> Jr. Holy shit, got a monster block on Obi, and mm. you know, a couple minutes later, Kevin Knox, you know, got on the break and was trying to do a monster jam, and uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. comes in the back and blocks him, and then you know, yeah, Knox falls onto the ground, kind of kind of rolls over a little bit, like a like a little dog, you know, like. I don't know, man. I I I was a little bit more high, maybe I'll eat my words later and hopefully I do, but yo, know, I'm I'm low on Kevin Knox now. Like what why do we need him on this team anymore? Like the most he brings right now is scoring, but we pretty much got that on lock with multiple players, including Alec Burks, who's coming back tonight yeah. making his return against the Grizzlies. Um I don't think we need Kevin Knox. Yeah anymore.
0: I mean I thing is like I'm not having any really hopes for him either. I remember going into the season saying that, like, yo, if Knox doesn't show anything, then, like, I'm completely off his bandwagon. I, I, I I'll say I'll really only have, like, one toe left on a bandwagon, and, and that's only because let's see what Tibbs and the staff can do, you know, if Kenny Payne stays. You know, he, he he turned down the latest job, I think, and I don't know, hopefully nobody offers him a job over the summer, but let's see what he looks like in, like, a regular off season. you know what I mean? We had a COVID season, you know, XYZ and all that. That's been said a lot, so... It could be, like, a situation like DSJ, you know? Like, we go into the, the summer, and, like, if the beginning of next season, he just looks like what he is now. Let's flip him for, like, I don't know, like, another incredible vet pickup and a
1: second-round pick, you know what I mean? Like, no, signing of the year. Whatever Leon can
0: do. <laughs>
1: Yo, trade of the year, man. How the hell do we flip DSJ for Rose?
0: And the thing is, there was, like, this is how I know people just, like, shit on the Knicks and don't really pay attention. There was, like, some actual prominent, like, fucking – NBA, not even NBA Twitter, but like actual like folks that work for the athletic or ESPN, I don't know, talk about how like, oh, DSHA never really got an opportunity. It was unfair. He's going to go to Detroit. He's going to ball. I was like, what are you, Hmm. what? (laughs) What? Like, this is like his third team. We hear this shit every summer. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. That's, That's in the past. We got D Rose now. He's the exact Sage vet we need. You know what I mean? And yeah, honestly, bro, like, it's the summer's looking, look, 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 shaping up to be nice. Because if you think about it, I mean, Kyle Lowry didn't get traded. There's rumors that, like, you know, Philly's going to be onto him this summer. But I don't know. I was kind of on the Lonzo bandwagon. Then I'm just seeing how he's playing now. And I'm looking at some of the numbers. And I follow some Pelicans bloggers. And they're just, like, shitting all over exactly how Lonzo have been playing lately. I think we could go, I'd rather go towards, like, getting a vet point guard like Kyle, Kyle Lowry on a short term deal. And adding it to this squad, bro, we're one good point guard away from like a second or like a, even a conference finals fucking appearance, bro. And I, mm-hmm. it sounds crazy to say we're not even in the officially in the playoffs yet. But like, bro, you got to dream big at this
1: point, man. That would be the ideal situation. I think if, I don't know, for some reason, the name that keeps coming to my head as a player that would be a pretty good fit is CJ McCollum. And like mm. the the Blazers are in a position right now where they might not even make the playoffs again. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like rumors are starting to circulate on what Dame's saying. And I love Dame. I would love him on the team. Yeah. But at this point, he's a he's a superstar trying to get a ring ASAP. So I don't know what his move is. But I think if the Knicks were ever to make ever were to make a trade for a player that's not a super superstar, but a guy who would fit you know perfectly on the team, I think C J McCollum would be great. But it is that point guard part that the Knicks are still missing. And who knows? Maybe IQ would be ready to fit into that role. He's getting much better at playmaking. Or maybe we'll, we keep D. Rose and he's a starting point guard.
0: The thing is, yeah. I mean, I think D. Rose is good as where he is right now, especially as he gets older. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you saw what Chris Haynes and, uh, put out about Dame, right? Like, that's what you're referring to. Like, Dame seems
1: fed up. Yada, I saw yada. the headline. I didn't read the article.
0: Yeah, I didn't read the article either, oh. but I saw some <laughs> tweets about it. Like, I'm I'm at that stage now, bro. It's like life is that fucking wild now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but fucking, I don't know. There was like oh r- rumors way back. Remember Dame himself said in a quote, I don't know, in some articles. Like, oh, I thought I was going to the Knicks at one point. Mm. So like maybe that gets that gets reinvigorated this summer. And I saw another mm. like reporter for some report. I don't know. They're all blending together now. But some reporter was talking about how like stars around the league now are talking about how like new york's looking attractive now because of exactly what we thought tibbs and leon could do all we needed was like that proof of concept just like that one competitive year where we look like a legitimate organization boom people want to come here because guess the fuck what it's new york city Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and we're the franchise that people care about they got a goddamn monster like monster team in brooklyn you know what i mean they got the avengers over there Mm -hmm. they got cap iron man the hulk (laughs) nobody gives a shit you know what i mean we got Julius Randle putting the team on his fucking back, and he's the king of New York. Nobody gives yep. a about the Nets in New York. You know what I mean? I'm not even there, and I can tell that from here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so all it takes is, like, one star to come here, and there'll be a legend. And, you know, we talk about Dame, but I don't know, bro. Shit is looking spooky on Golden State. What about, what about one Steph Curry? Uh, I, don't, I dare to dream big now, bro. I'm daring to dream big. I don't even let myself dream that, man. That's... I would. He didn't sign a contract extension. I think he has one year left after the season.
1: I mean, I I don't know. There's nothing. Hey. There's not. I would. I, there's not a single part of me that would say no to that. I just, I, I don't know. I, he's one of the greatest players of all time at this point. So I, I can't be like, yeah, I'm the Knicks got a shot at getting him.
0: I'm about to look at the Warriors' payroll just to uh, see what we they can throw. A, they got a big ass state.
1: payroll, man.
0: Let's see. Okay, so he. Phew, good lord. <laughs> I realize he's already 33. Good God! But um, next season, it's an expiring contract, but it's fucking 45 million.
1: <laughs> Worth it? That's how big
0: his contract is, bro. Good Lord! Let's see what the hell. I mean, we got mad cap space, right? So, yeah. let's say hypothetically, and I guess we could kind of close this episode out because the Knicks do got a game tonight, or actually they're playing right now. Shit! Look look at us, like a Knicks content huh. creators, hmm. got our eye off the ball. But yo, Mitch, IQ, two first round picks. And, I don't know, anything else we got for Steph? Would you do it?
1: Yes. All
0: right, there No you hesitation.
1: No hesitation.
0: <laughs> Easy peasy, right? And I love yeah. IQ, bro. Obviously, we all love we IQ. We all love him. We but love like... Mitch, too.
1: I just, that's for Stephen Curry, the, you know, mm. greatest, one of the greatest players of this generation and of all time, No, mm. no doubt about it. His game style isn't going to, doesn't go away with age. It's only going to get better, so. Or maybe exactly. not going to get better, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. he'll be I mean, excellent. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> Julius Randle, like an upgraded Draymond. I mean, without the defense, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's better than Draymond ever was on offense, you know what I mean? I feel like that's attractive to Steph.
1: Yeah, know? he could, yeah, Steph could continue to play off the ball, and we could get another ball handler to play with him. I mean, we got RJ. He's better than Andrew Wiggins, so.
0: <laughs> Bro. The fact that yo last year go let's let's take let's do some more vindication talk right now. Last year, literally, people were like comparing RJ to Andrew Wiggins, saying he's a disappointing like lottery pick. The fuck out of here, bro! Like people do not know basketball. I'm gonna just say that right now. If you doubted RJ at any point, you don't know basketball. Like it was not a good rookie year, but are you kidding me? It wasn't like, a bad rookie year like, either. It wasn't like
1: bump. it wasn't like Anthony Bennett style, you know.
0: That's what I mean, bro. It was just like it was an inefficient season because like he's surrounded by garbage and our and our and our culture's brain dead. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just Knicks bias, anti
1: Knicks bias. But yeah. But shit. The Knicks are playing the Grizzlies, so we're gonna jump out right now. But did you know that the Knicks Well, oh, actually I'm not as positive about this, but I think they got the odds by double digits of being the Grizzlies on a road game. Hey. That's crazy. I mean, times are changing, bro. And the Grizzlies aren't a bad team. Like, they they did lose, I think, three out of the last four, but they're still in the playoff hunt, you know, in the West, no less. So, in any case, the Knicks are playing well. Um, if you guys made it to this part of the episode, make sure you subscribe on all podcasting platforms and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Nickish Show. Subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate you guys checking us out, and make sure you stay tuned in because more episodes will be coming out, especially since we're going to have most likely a longer season than we've had in roughly uh 8 years so playoffs maybe. we talking playoffs <laughs> <laughs> uh, until next guy uh, next guy next time guys take care peace that's all you we got to practice peace <laughs>